Hey, it's White Boy Chris. If the Pat Down's ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit MissPatComedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group. Yeah, we're Welcome ready. Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down. I'm here at my house. Finally, goddammit, and them niggas in cleanup. And I'm here with Chris, Dion, and Kate is behind the camera because she's an undercover scripper, but her fan, her only fan page will be up next week when the other ones go down. Um... Would you do feet pics, Kate? All right. <laughs> what is feet pics? Feet pics. Just sell them feet pics. Yeah. Put it away. Oh, somebody shoot my feet. Uh, <laughs> somebody will shoot your feet like Della Reese. Yeah, I got I got feet like a construction worker. Uh, stay stay tuned after the, the Flintstones. Music. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. Stay tuned after the music for this episode of Witch Dick. You better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. It's Pat spit the truth, spit the real facts. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Pat got the flavor. These are not the same lines. It's the politics. She been on the real grind. It could be pretty but ugly at the same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. Ain't no need for the wait and turn her up now. What you talk about? Is it real though? And cut the game. You get no play like Nintendo. You wait the time, turn it up, nothing but the ugly. Straight off the top, everything she say, you know it's funny. Full blast, this is taste of the future. Listen on your iPhone or your desktop computer. Share it. I'm talking. How y'all doing? I'm tired. I know you're tired. I'm tired as fuck. I don't know how you're doing it, Miss Pat. Like, how are you not just like one doing a pot doing the podcast on Sunday? We did like almost two hours. I was like, I'm so tired now. Then I remembered you had done four of those that weekend. <laughs> I don't know. How are you doing it? I was up this morning doing a bunch of fucking interviews. It was like a, a chain of radio station. They're like, now you're in D.C. Now you're in New Orleans. I'm like, bitch, oh, I'm sick of this shit. Nobody in New Orleans want to hear this shit and fucking alligators trying to rest. <laughs> <laughs> I was so fucking tired. That's why my weed drawed up. Can you imagine if COVID wasn't going on? She wouldn't just be in New Orleans. She'd be in Old Orleans and <laughs> France. <laughs> You'd have to go worldwide. What do y'all think about those crate challenge? They call it the ghetto crate challenge. Oh, I love it. I love. I love stupid people challenge. almost break their necks for no fucking reason. You see the guy on the bike. Yeah, like <laughs> he went up on it on a bike. He was on a bike on his rear tire. Yeah, trying to psych himself on on moving down, and of course he fell down immediately. The only person I've seen make it was Blue, the Colts mascot, and that's because he just like quick stepped over the top one. I saw a dude uh, roll a blunt at the top of it. <laughs> yeah, he he made it all the way down yeah. too, and the black girl in the heel. Yeah, what? And then it, I see I somebody do a drive by and kill two people on one. Stop. That was, that was real? Stop. That was real. I thought that was fake. No, I think that was real. No. No, it was real. I said, these motherfucking, this Craig Challenge. I said, I said, look at all them. Look at all them non-insured wearing motherfuckers. Going to be at the hospital laid up, and they're going to tell you, niggas, we can't treat you because we got these COVID people down here. Ain't nobody told y'all to clam them wick crates. It's, it's funny. Everybody, we- everybody who climbed those crates look like they're a bad baby daddy. Like, <laughs> like, they all look like... <laughs> I like I don't I don't get it like I I have no sense of balance when I'm standing on one crate let alone at the top where of the, the fuck Ucha. they getting all these crates right well, that's what I want to know because ain't no more milkman 
Yeah. Yeah. So where the fuck are they getting all these? I, I and I hear this. I hear Walmart or Kroger selling for four dollars. Oh. So how- nigga, you out here wasting your stimulus check for fun? Someone DM'd me and said, "You got to get Miss Pat to do this." Yeah, what I'll the fuck my- goes through your head when you send me that? <laughs> I'll do it if it's on concrete. It won't fall on concrete, but nigga, it ain't stable on grass. You want concrete milk crates? No, if because if I don't, I wouldn't do the shit at all. Because first of all, that shit ain't stable to hold nobody over twelve pounds in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> them motherfuckers just be. I mean, did you see the lady whose wig came off? The bitch looked like she fell in, but she fell in between the middle and the crate st- stacked back up on top of her. <laughs> I'm like, you old bitch. And then you got this synthetic wig that fell on the ground killing the grass and shit. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> synthetic, synthetic wig <laughs> killed the grass? Fuck Roundup. Just get synthetic wigs from yeah. Felicia. <laughs> I'm like, this bitch here. I said, these folks are crazy. They're fucking crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> How does synthetic wigs kill the grass? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever wore synthetic wig? I want you to think about this. Is how a synthetic wig feel? Don't put a can of ants and open your asshole and let them crawl up in there. <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking of Venom, like the <laughs> the, the Marvel character. <laughs> synthetic wigs, like the like you get for Halloween. Yeah, those no. we used to wear those when weeks first when fake hair first became popular. Your the wig you're wearing today looks really good on you. You look really good today. Thank you. I had some interviews. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason why I look like this. Y'all caught a bitch on the right day. (laughs) (laughs) I done had a bath and everything, and you know that's impossible. What the hell are you doing in Plainfield, by the way? I came home, nigga. I got a family here. Fuck you mean? What am I doing? You got excused the fuck out of me. You're just like, well, you're like, fuck Plainfield. I'm just living in Atlanta now. I'm not ever coming back. And then she texts us. She's like, I'm home. It's funny because I drove by the billboard today. Yeah. And compared to all the other billboards, it's the most pathetic billboard. Why? The one in Times Square is all fucking huge. The one in LA is really big. The one in Atlanta is really huge. It's just a little last billboard right. in Plainfield. Right next to the FedEx <laughs> facility. Or Yeah, I saw it driving in. It's like next to the uh, the forklift yeah. factory. It was like, oh, oh, you talking about over by the expressway? Yeah. Oh, but they have one over here, too. Yeah. Yeah, the one by your house is the one I saw. It's all cute little billboard. Where's the one by her house? If you go past, um, if you go out to my subdivision yeah, the other way, back way. Okay, then we go that way. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah, sightseeing in Plainfield. <laughs> yeah, my my daughter's like, oh my god, I know. I was riding in Atlanta and I'm um, just riding in. Oh, oh shit, that there I am. Has but, anybody been like from town talking? Nobody to your kids? have not. Oh, you I, or the I, kids or anything like that? Oh, like, I don't know. I just got back. Okay, but no, I've I only got recognized by that one crack baby. Nobody have noticed me. That's funny. They're sort Which, of used to you. Well, I'm talking about like when I'm out on the plane. As much noise as the show has been making, ain't nobody knows me. I'm glad they haven't either. Yeah, yeah, because it's coming. By, yeah. by the time season two rolls around, you're gonna be. Well, I was able to fly home with no bras. Shit. <laughs> you gonna, gonna have I will slap a motherfucker out crying <laughs> and falling. Get your motherfucking ass up before I take your wallet out your pocket. And <laughs> she gonna have old white men passing out like MJ. <laughs> 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 she gonna be standing over their credit cards talking about let it simmer. <laughs> <laughs> you about right. Have y'all seen the I saw the funniest shit that's been going around on the internet. The college challenge. Oh nigga. Ah. Oh. So it's the TikTok trend where okay. you 
You play like you you gonna get a scholarship, and it's only black folks doing it too. So you Which get means it white fr- people be doing it in two weeks. So. Uh, yeah. So they sit in front of the camera. And they say, "Grandma, Grandma, uh, Mama, I need this scholarship really bad." So, uh, but you got to be a part of it. So they set their grandmama or their mama down, and they say, "My name is such such such, and I really need this scholarship because my mama worked hard. My mama was a prostitute, and she was a hoe." <laughs> 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 so basically, you're watching their facial reaction. Uh, so the black one black mom said, "Bitch, who you calling a prostitute?" And she just slapped the shit out the door. <laughs> Nigga, I holler. She, I said, "Did you see that?" One? She said, "I only gave your daddy some pussy." <laughs> <laughs> and then she put her leg up there. She said, "I'm a hundred five pound. Can't about handle this pussy." I said, wow. "She said, Mama, sit down. I'm trying to get a scholarship." She said, "Fuck your motherfucking scholarship, you." Bitch, I ain't never sold no pussy. He said, you ain't gonna get it because you're lying. This bitch lying. <laughs> I said, black mama saying shit. Did you see the one where the, uh, the the mama just laughed? Like she laughed the whole fucking time? <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. She was like uh, Hispanic. I think I got it right here. Hold on. I got audio. Okay, so hi, my name is Angelique White, and this is my mom. Hi. I'm Deborah White. And I wanted to say that she is my biggest inspiration. And I know the question prompt was, why is this person your biggest inspiration? And it's my mom because, you know, we've been through a lot in life, and I've watched her overcome a lot of hardships. And um, when she was younger, she actually was a prostitute. (laughs) 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 Did the girl girl got a straight face? No. I didn't expect that one. And I can really use this $30,000. <laughs> 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 Angelique SAB is the the TikTok. Uh, I laughed. I, w- I watched that maybe 20 times. I, oh my God. She just had, the, she, la- she laughs the entire, that goes on for like another two, three minutes with her just belly laughing like that. Oh, <laughs> so funny. Oh, the black moms are the best. They sell pussy. Did you I, see the gay dude? Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> so he tried that on his mama. She goes, nigga, you the only one suck dicks around here. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I told you them black fans ain't shit. He said, Mama. (laughs) (laughs) That's some shit. Oh, God. Uh, black parents will fuck up their kids' scholarship money, won't they? And then, the, the, the Hispanic lady playing, ah, ah, you need the money, bitch. I'm not gonna respond. Black folks are, uh, pussy, <laughs> nigga. Don't you dare put that lie on me. That pussy was free. <laughs> you saw the pastor mom one, right? Mm-mm. The, the, she, she, 
She, she said her, her name was Pastor Pam, I think. And the do- daughter said she's so pushy. She, you a motherfucking liar. <laughs> Just got through saying she was a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. There's a fucking world. <laughs> between that and that fucking crank challenge all weekend, the internet should nobody has any reason to cry. Between between seeing niggas fall and break their neck and seeing mm-hmm. black parent black mama who know they used to sell pussy but say they don't sell pussy anymore. Oh boy, I was in tears the whole motherfucking time. I was in my bed hollering. I love the internet. Yeah, like it's it, just dumb fun, silly. It do. It, it sometimes it, you can roll over and really catch a really good video that cheers you to fuck up. Oh yeah, T- reels and like TikTok kind of came along and hit right as COVID, and it was like a wholesome that stress TikTok. reliever. Oh you my, know? that TikTok is a lot like the vine. Do yeah. it for the vine. Mm. That's what. That's how it takes off. Yeah. It's crazy. Why Vine ever got killed? I, I have no idea why, but it was so popular and generated so much funny shit. Like, if, especially if you're in Gen Z and younger, you ever talk to somebody who's like 22 and they're like, did you ever see that Vine? Because they were like 14 when it was really popular and it just was so clever. Didn't they get bought out? And then- I think I think TikTok that's what TikTok was. is. It's a, it's a longer version of Vine, for sure. I- yeah, TikTok bought out Musical.ly. What the fuck is Musical.ly? the music rights so that you could like lip sync or make videos so musically was all about music but they figured out how to get the rights to music and then tiktok bought musically and it's kind of become more than just music oh so that's how people can dub stuff without getting in trouble and getting their videos taken. Mm. yeah so like acquiring hmm. musically the asset of it was the fact that they figured out all that licensing for like all the music Nice. And they probably still get hits every time somebody play it. Yeah. I mean, wow. th- that's the thing. They're close in podcasting to allowing you to play your own music, which you cannot do. Like the law is, you, you, if, even if you play two seconds, it's technically illegally downloading music. But they're about to like a license music and podcast so we could play whatever we wanted. Oh, did I tell you about, I didn't, I didn't, did I tell you about my interview? I went back to Ashford Grove. No. So I do this interview. It's going to come out. Uh, it's some version of like Good Morning America, but I think it's the Saturday version. And so we had to. National uh, or local? It's national. Oh, cool. And uh, I think it's going to drop this Saturday coming out. Um, and so we had to go back to Ashby Grove, right? So we pull up and I'm like, all right, oh, these niggas. So I get out the car. I said, I know they're selling dope. Um and so, you know, I, they did what I would have did if some motherfucker pull up and get cameras out. What the fuck y'all doing down here? So one of the guys like, what y'all doing down here? I said, we about to record, nigga. What you doing? <laughs> and then I guess he could feel uh, this bitch from the street. So he was like, is that you, Rabbit? And I was like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Seriously? Uh-huh. I said, yeah, that's me. But let me back up before I tell y'all that. So I'm riding down the street and I see the crackhead. I said, Baba Jean. And she said, she looked at me. I said, you remember me, Baba Jean? She said, you look familiar, you fat bitch. Said, this is what she said to me. The crackhead ain't got no teeth in the mouth. I said, and she said, I said, I'm a rabbit. Rabbit! I roll up my one. Give me five dollars, bitch. Give me five dollars. I said, Baba Jean, get the fuck out of my car before I run you over, ho. I'm trying to take off at the light. This bitch running behind the car. And good morning, American people behind me. Like, what the fuck is going on? 
So we ended up we ended up at we ended up on Fast Street Bottom and we get out with the cameras and shit. And so the guy was like, What what what's going on here? And I said, What what the fuck you mean what's going on? We about to record something. I said, uh, and then he recognized me and I said, I'm rap. He's like, God damn rap, you want me to just start name my baby daddy, my my nieces, my you want me to go get wild bill? Everybody know you, everybody know this used to be your trap. This nigga go get every nigga in the hood. He leave and come at with a car full of nook. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit on TV. I said, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then ended up, Quisha stayed in Harris home right back up the street for, while you said no, but everybody knew this bitch. We know the same people. And they was out there hugging. Hey, Quisha. Hey, Rabbit. I'm like, I don't remember none of these niggas, but That's I'm gonna say hey. So and then he said, and then the man said, the man said, I know everything about rabbit. The lady said, Well, what do you know? So like, they used to be her trap, but don't come out there here because we'll shoot you. <laughs> oh my I god! Got I hope video. that makes it. You can drop it in the crack, baby. I said this nigga is so stupid. But why they would no lie, y'all? Why they was out there rolling the camera? They were literally selling dope. I said this nigga said, did my trap now? I said, Do you know you on TV? Do you know you on TV telling the police this your motherfucking trap? They literally selling dope while we sitting down there. Alleg- allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly, allegedly. my motherfucking been ass. Candy. And she was Fundraiser like, for a local school, Dion. She Stop was like, going Nakashi 6 9 on these <laughs> <laughs> She was like, what are they doing? I said, they making money. Just act like you don't see the nigga. Just act like you don't see him. You it had, was so fucking crazy. You had a crackhead drug dealer family reunion. That's amazing. <laughs> Man, and then the, the crackheads and Kenny walking out through the interview. I'm like, nigga, don't you see we record? Walk a fucking round. It was so goddamn crazy. It was so crazy. This nigga left and came back with a truck full of people. I don't know where the fuck he got all them people on. Rabbit, we so happy. So I said, get your motherfucking hands alert off me. system. <laughs> yeah. Get your fucking hands off me, you crackheads. They was all drug dealers, bro. And he said, yeah, Monk shot her. He was just telling all the best. I said, who the fuck are you? Here's what their alarm sounds like. New money, new money, new money. <laughs> it was a good interview. It was good. Said a lot of them. Some of them I couldn't remember. Some of them I could. But a lot of the the crackheads, I don't know what the fucking crack, but it take a people a long time to get off this shit. Cause Baba Jean had like maybe one and a half tooth left in her mouth. <laughs> I mean, she was so skinny. Just the can opener tooth. Yeah, Uh-oh. she was so skinny Later. as she walked. She was like invisible. She was fading away. Aww. I said, "Oh, well, that's sad." She's no, in the grips she of addiction, Miss Pat. She was skinny before she got on dope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> how long has it been since you went back? Like, how long ago did you? Because did you sell drugs in the mid nineties? Uh. Uh-huh. Okay, so, so it's been a long t- time since I've been I've been I've been going over uh twenty five twenty eight years something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not like you take field trips back to your old trap, right? You know, but they still selling dope down there. It, it was just it's crazy to see how people can just be stuck in the same fucking place. Yeah, yeah, and then people like looking at me side eye like I kind of remember, but they don't know if that's me. And what was crazy? So what was crazy? Right, me and Quisha know the same people, right? So TikTok put the show all on and everybody watching the show. Nobody knew that was me. So they when they figured out that was me, they're like, goddamn rabbit on TV. So they blown like they could not believe that was me. Oh, and they had wow. been watching the show. They didn't put any billboards in that neighborhood. <laughs> uh, 
I don't think they. I don't think I look exactly. I don't think I gained a few pounds, but I don't think I. I don't know why the fuck they didn't think that was me. Oh, one guy did tell Queen somebody she sure look better. Oh, <laughs> how did she used to look? I know, right, motherfucker? Right. Yeah, so she sure looked better. I was like, motherfucker, I probably looked better then. I was younger. Did you and Quisha grow up in the same neighborhood? Me or and why Quisha did they... grew up. Like, I sold drugs on a place, on a street called Baldwin Place in Atlanta. It's no longer there because they fucking tore departments down. Quisha was a little girl right there in Harris home. Okay. So, I mean, we was footsteps away from each other. Only difference is... Quisha them lived in the project. I didn't go up in the projects that much. Okay. So because they sold dope all up in the project, so I didn't go up in there that much. Right. But if you cut through that hole in the fence, you was on my block, Baldwin. That's where I grew up at. Wow. So and you didn't know each other, but so when did you meet? We met Chris. I mean uh, Quisha when she was first started doing hair when she was running ads on Craigslist. So we go Wait, back what? to England, Craigslist running ads, not ass. Okay. I was like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Because I heard, <laughs> what I heard it is that Quisha was selling ass on Craigslist. No, ass. A-D-S, <laughs> nigga, not A-S-S. I was like, whoa, missed that story. So we, uh, what we did was, I mean, uh, we went back to my old elementary school, English Avenue. She went there. So I lived on Griffin Street. Quisha lived a street over for me as a little girl. I'm oh. 49, she's 41. Mm-hmm. So she had sisters that went to school with me at English Avenue. But personally, we never fucking met. But we know all the same fucking people. I mean, all the same fucking people. That's awesome. That's crazy. I mean, everybody that know her knows me. Is that a part of why you guys are so tight? No, because I'm just really learning that she know every fucking. So I was doing I was doing V103 yesterday, right? I was co-hosting. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there and I'm co-hosting and somebody called in and said, we, 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 they had, it was a segment about, you know, should a woman wait to have kids or, uh, uh, or just, you know, become a baby mama if you want a baby? I say, bitch, if your time is running out, you're 35, the pussy ain't going to be ain't gonna be pro- producible that much longer. Go on and let a nigga get you pregnant and have an understanding. Hey, come over here to get your baby sometime, nigga. This is an agreement. We just fucked to get a baby. So a guy called in and said. Somebody, somebody notarized that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they do now. But the, the girl I was on the radio with was like, no, 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 no. I want to be married. I, said, I don't know what it is with you bitches that want to walk down a motherfucking aisle when we all know Walmart got aisles and you go down a merry fucking day. I don't know what it is with you bitches that want to walk down a motherfucking aisle and when you already fucked the nigga. Just go ahead on. If you can't get nobody, just have a baby by your friend, your gay friend, your straight friend, whoever the fuck. So this guy called in and he said, well, I think uh, 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 the other girl is right and you should wait. He said, by the way, Rabbit, you never gave me none when I tried to get it. I said, who the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> I said, who the fuck is this? He said, this is Wayman Dallas. That's my brother friend he grew up with. Christian knew who the fuck he was. <laughs> so funny. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't get your ugly ass no pussy. You should have said, what? nigga, I was 12. Fuck <laughs> right. you. Well, he was around my age, and we was, like, really young. He was my brother friend. Why Why didn't you fuck him? He used to put Ambi. Remember the Ambi cream? The the, uh, the face cream that kind of dye your face? Uh-huh. I thought he was re- something wrong with him. Because all he did was rub Andy right up on his eyes and his nose. And today it's super dark because I think he just put too much Ambi on his face. He's just take that cream and rub it on his face all day motherfucking long. And I, he's the first guy when Boom first came out in your car. He had a he had an impeller that was nice rim and Boom in the car. He's right everywhere with Dallas. And um, uh, 
he was just weird. He had a smashed in face. Like he could have used a uh a air pump in his ear to blow his face up in the front. <laughs> <laughs> like, like those little pump shoes that we had. Yeah. School. Yeah. And he was just I mean, first of all, he didn't like me anyway. But now he always in my inbox. I'm like, oh, you're so pretty. I said, Yeah, I am pretty, right, Dallas? Mm-hmm. But I knew him before I knew my first baby daddy. Right. He didn't like me. And I'm a, I was a lot younger than him, so I don't think I didn't see nothing there. Did you like him though? At the early on? No, I thought he was goofy as fuck. So my brother used to ride around on expressway. Me, Dallas, my brother, and friends. So when your car break down and you leave it, we were gonna steal your radio out your car on expressway. I wonder so, who did that. I didn't yeah, never knew. We did that. <laughs> Working hard for hardly any work. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was good back in those days. I like high radio. risk, low reward, <laughs> So that's what we, Dallas would take us and we would ride up and down 75, 85, 285, because you know Atlanta big ass circle. And we would look for broke down cars and steal the radios and goods out of them when we was kids. <laughs> kids? Did anyone have a license? Dallas had a license. He, he, I guess he was about 16, 17. He had a car. He could have been older. I don't know. So that cream meant was to lighten your it's skin? It's called Ambi. But yeah. it backfired and it made his skin darker? Well, I don't know why his skin darker now. He looked like he got a picnic tables on his eyes. And <laughs> 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 nigga like he a forever playing football. You know, you put them black streaks up on his eyes. Yeah, right. <laughs> it go right across. like, that, that, what the fuck is wrong with your face, Dallas? It's so funny. Yeah, that's what he looked like. And they be big and tall. He about six three. Y'all tell, tell me his feet swollen. Nigga, what you telling me for? Was there ever a guy in your circle that you really liked but didn't reciprocate? He didn't like you back. Just my childhood um, crush. Well, I uh, yeah, probably a lot more. But my childhood crush, a guy lived next door to us called Julius Simmons. Oh, I just thought I was going to die What for a him. great name. Yeah. Even his name is hot. Yeah, but he did not like me. His mom was like, you're not fucking with them people who cook in their fucking fireplace. <laughs> Good standard, honestly. I mean, we the only motherfuckers on the street had fucking smoke coming out of our fireplace in the summertime. W- did, like, when you when he come around, would you start acting goofy? I sat on the porch. I used to sing to his wonder. Aw, what'd you sing? Oh, my life. I don't know. I believe the children of the future. <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead the way. Julie's just like all the songs of the beauty inside. Cats won't stop fucking outside. <laughs> Fuck you! Someone just run over Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really liked him, but he like me. Oh, this is the guy. Right, we looked his Facebook profile up. Mm. Now, yeah, yeah, he's still really handsome. I remember. He's a nice looking guy. Has he? I spoke. You know what? I've spoken to him a couple of times. He, um, I was in the AJC front page when my book came out, and he hit me. He says, "This you?" I was like, "Yeah, that's me." Hmm. He's like, "You're a comedian now." I said, "Yeah, I'm a comedian now." And so every now and then we follow each other on Facebook, uh, and I would say something to him, and I told him, "I said, you know how much of a crush I had on you as a kid." He said, "Yeah, I know." He's a big Falcon fan, but I, you know, Julius Simmons don't do no rabbits. (laughs) (laughs) He talked in the third person like that. All childhood crushes that you couldn't. I think I would hit him up today and say, "Did you check out my show on BET Plus?" You should. Yeah, I would do that. Maybe we can get him on one day. 
That oh, I'd love to hear Julius Simmons stories hear about his excuses of how he fucked up his life. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's got a great life. I don't fucking know. Oh, he got kids and stuff. I see him on Facebook. That's cute. You know, he's he could tell he's a corporate America person, but you know, they was the bougie niggas mixed up. Because <laughs> they had electricity and hot water. They weren't cooking chicken Fuck ass in them. the chimney. Fuck <laughs> them. They lived in an apartment. We was in a house. Yeah. We was in a house. We was all renting. <laughs> that's an apartment. That's, that's how you like sold it to yourself. You're like, we have a house and they have an apartment. Yes. And we had a chimney with a fireplace. We kept Santa Claus out all year long. What Was there a guy that really liked you that you didn't like? Tell us, tell us about that. Um, this guy, I cannot think of his name. He lived across the street from me. Uh, how, old, how old are you? I didn't have any kids, so I'm probably eleven. <laughs> that number's so low. I, I, I didn't it. have any kids, so probably eleven. <laughs> 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 that is kind of fucked up yeah, right it's like it's your life when it's your life it's not that fucked up but then you say it out loud and you're like sometimes you just say shit i'd be like nigga what <laughs> um it was um i didn't have any kids so i was 11 <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't have any kids so i probably was 11 i had a really nice shape this before i met my my first kid's father and so he liked me, but he smoked cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, I tried to kiss him. It was so disgusting. So he takes me to the Peace Street Plaza downtown. Wait, wait. you were 11 and he was smoking? Uh-huh. How old was he? <laughs> How old was he? Probably 19. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do the detective work here, Dion. <laughs> you know it was going to be creepy. Can you imagine that 19, 11-year-old being like, nah, I'm cool? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dear. <laughs> then you see her walking around with a gay roller skater, and you're like... And <laughs> 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 uh, then I, I was either 11 or 12. <laughs> Fuck y'all. So... It was uh, I was either eleven or twelve. So anyway, we takes me out because his brother likes my sister, and uh, and they could have been all age. I just remember him smoking, and um, no, because they, they had a little brother that was more my age. So anyway, um, we go to the Peace Street Plaza, and he and we go out to eat. And the Peace Street Plaza will be really nice. And this is in the this is in the eighties, the late eighties, because I didn't have a kid, and um, and this Peace Street Plaza turns around. While you eat, it's really beautiful. It turns around really slow. It lets you see the city. And um, we go over there. We get ready to sit down to eat. And um, I was just nervous around. I don't know. I don't even think my mama knew where the fuck I was. Anyway, uh, he went to kiss me, and I fell in the fucking flow. I fell in the flow. You, what do you mean you fell in the floor? I tried to lean back from him, and I falls in the floor. <laughs> And, you and, limboed yourself all the way back. Yeah, and I falls back, and you know, I'm, I'm on a spinning thing. They're going around. Right. The little part, they're going around. And I'm just going around upside down, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> fucking God. This is where your vertigo starts. Yes. Yeah. It's, you relate, equate dick to vertigo. <laughs> I told him, I said, I said, I said, I don't, I didn't, I don't like to kiss him because his mouth tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> Famous Forrest Gump line. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he smoked, I think he smoked cools too. 
Ugh. It was nasty. There's no, like nothing worse than smokers. You try to kiss it, you just. Ugh. So I, I mean, he wasn't that cute anyway. I mean, I wasn't really in the boys. He was just really. I went out with him because he bought a bitch a meal. Y'all know I was hungry. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't need, I can't, I didn't tell what forever I had on. Forever the taste of that bread that you got in juvie. Mm. Yeah, forever tasting that. So, uh, he brought me back home and I never went out with him again. This is why I don't pay on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not getting the meal out of me. <laughs> yeah, we ended up eating. It was nice too. I mean, I, I can still see myself sitting there with him like, this nigga is disgusting. Yeah, but these crab legs. <laughs> I don't even think it was crab legs. I don't remember. I don't remember. It probably was a burger. I was a little girl, so I mean, I didn't know anything about going out with him. He was just all neighbor. Yeah, yeah. And we caught the bus there. I also like the guy. Uh, he used to work at Kmart, right? Um, on Bankhead, and uh, I used to uh, babysit for this white lady named Brenda, and so I would go and um. I would go down to uh, catch the bus down there and ride back with him to his spot, you know, ride his bus back to him to his house. Never went to his house. And, um, oh, I like this dude. He had freckles in his face and all of this shit. He was a nice looking guy, but I was young. I probably, again, I have no babies. So I probably was 11, 10. I don't fucking know. I was so. You were babysitting? I was babysitting a kid for a scripple. I met her at the I met her at the wash the laundromat. So a good decision maker. Right? So no lie, I was at so our house was so fucked up. The dating chronicles of an eleven year old. <laughs> <laughs> so I <laughs> shit fuck. I was babysitting at nine for the stripper. <laughs> you are way too grown to be so young. It is really amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so I I, mean, I don't think I ever share these stories. So I was at the laundromat one day washing my clothes. And this script, I didn't even know she was scripted. She was white. And she had one baby. And he was black. And I'm playing with a little boy. And she was like, what are you What are you doing? You live right here? I said, yeah. She was like, would you like to babysit for me sometime? I was like, yeah. And I just started going to her house and keeping her baby while she went to. I found out she was a scripted. Because mm. she would go out the house dressed like she was about to go to bed. And I was like, well, what you, where you going? And she was like, I dance. I was like, dance? I ain't understand the fuck she was saying because right. I was so fucking young. Right. But she would pay me like 50 fucking dollars. Wow. Yeah, to watch her son. She had a little boy. I can't think of his name. Actually, when I was selling drugs in Techwood, I bumped into her and I saw the little boy later on. She had, had like five or six black kids, but she only had him at the time. And she was a scripple. Mm-hmm. Her name was Brenda. And she worked at one of those high-end white clubs mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Right. What, did you enjoy babysitting? Like how you know you're. It was always just me and him, and she had a nice, clean apartment. She always had food, so it got me out of the environment I was in. Yeah. So I looked forward to babysitting for her. Mm. Plus, she paid me. How did it end? Uh, I think we moved or she moved. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh I probably had my own child because once I start having my own kids, I ain't want to be babysitting nobody else's fucking kids. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably had my own fucking kids. I can't remember, but I kept that little boy for about a year or two. Mm. I met her at the laundromat. That's fun. I stayed with her all the time too. How 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 old was he? The kid? Like one. Mm. Do you think she like had the awareness? She's probably like, this girl's got a hard time. Like, I'm gonna f- feed her. She can hang out here. Like, 
you know, watch him. It helps me, but it also, she was helping you. Probably so. Cause I remember meeting her at the laundromat. Um, probably so. Cause mm. I, I don't remember the whole conversation. I just remember her giving me $50 and I thought I was rich. Mm-hmm. What'd you spend the money on? Nigga food. <laughs> uh, I think stuff for school and stuff like that. Wow. And then she would take me, um, I want to say I had a jerry curl at this time. And she would take me and get my jerry curl done and oh. buy me activator. Because you like would get a jerry curl and wouldn't have no activator. Bitch be like a dried ass afro. <laughs> so um, she would take me and get my jerry curl done. Back in those days, it was like $50 to get your curl done. Wow. That's sweet. Yeah. Stripper so with a heart of gold. And I would go to school for my house. So she was pretty nice. Do you like think about these kind of like stories and think, hmm, what can I do with this now? Like if you resurface a memory and you're like, oh, would that be a good character in a show or a movie or? Well, now that I write and I'm in the TV, yes, I do. Everything is a good story. Hmm. I mean, if you can make it, yeah. Because you just made me remember, Brenda. I haven't, I haven't spoken to this lady in years. Yeah. So, yeah, I probably could one day. But that's kind of a sweet story, you know, like just helping you out. Yeah, I mean, it's so many people came along the way to help me out. But I, I did. I mean, I, I probably said about a year, two years, because she ended up moving to the Project Techwood. That's how we lost contact. Mm. I was with my mama, so we lived in Vine City, and she got, she applied for based on the income, so she moved to the projects. That is one of the sweet things about your story. There are a lot of like abusive people, but there are people that you pick out along the way that like notice you, take care of you, help yeah. you as much as they can. That kind of keeps you floating to the next person a little bit. Like that helping hand really came came through. You know what I get a lot? I started okay. So when the show premiered, and this girl emailed me and she said, "Do you remember me?" And I'm like, "Bitch, this is an email. How do I remember you?" <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember you don't remember Sammy, bootylicious 69 Sammy1327 <laughs> at yahoo.com so she said my mama's name was uh I want she said I think her mama's name was Cheryl I said it sounds familiar and she said my auntie's name was Peaches and I said oh I remember them and she said remember me because my name is some and my brother named Rat I said your brother named Rat <laughs> I said, niggas don't give a fuck. What kind of nickname they get? <laughs> and she said, Rat got killed. I said, most of them do. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I'm not lying. And she said, she said, I just, she said, I just saw you, and I just remembered you, and I just want to tell you, thank you for taking care of us. I said, oh, I ain't taking care of you. <laughs> I ain't taking care of you. Need this a sob story? Get your ass off my motherfucking email. <laughs> but I do remember her. I actually. I, I used to babysit for her mama, too, because her mama had, like, five kids, and I was a little bit older than them. Right. And so when her mama and her Aunt Peaches used to go out, I would keep... She used to tell me her mama had just passed. I would watch them, but my mama was in a fucked-up situation, so I always, I always hung out at their house because right. their mama cooked. They was poor as fuck, too, but their mama cooked, and um, their house was ragged as fuck, but it was a little bit more stable than what I had. Yeah. So I do remember the girl. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Have, have there been other people that kind of popped up because of the show? Uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, When me and Quisha was together, I know this other guy showed up and he was like, man, I can't believe that's Rabbit. He said, because his mama name was Thomasina. So his mama used to buy crack for me, right? And he's like, man, I remember my mom was on crack and Rabbit was going to buy us chicken and shit and she would take us over our house and see about us. And I was like, uh, I did? God damn. 
Why don't I leave folks cheering the fuck alone? <laughs> Everybody got a, a memory of me doing something for them. Because Brenda helped you and you wanted to be Brenda. I guarantee it. A lot of people help me. So I get a lot of emails like that now. People are like, you remember me? And I'm you like, sold my mom crack. <laughs> I probably sold your mother crack. But you it was all. Me? You forced my check. Nigga, I need that money. <laughs> I'm saying, you remember me? Statue let me tell you up. Next. Block. Leave me alone, bitch. So, you know, I get a lot of emails now of quite a few. I get I tell you this guy just randomly called me and he's he texts me and um because I've had this number for years. Mm-hmm. And I looked down and he said, You Miss Pat, he said, You told me about fifteen years ago you was a comedian. And uh he said, I sold you your bedroom suit at Haverty's. And I said, Hell no. And I I said I said, what's your Instagram? Because, I mean, if, if I feel like you're not lying, i answer you back. So I said, what is your Instagram? And I went on there. It was the guy who sold me my bedroom suit probably 20 years ago, y'all. It was yeah. way longer than 15 years ago. But check this shit out. So he sent me my bedroom suit. I still got the fucking bedroom suit because it's too fucking heavy not to have. How about this nigga went to high school with Jay Bernard Calloway? No wow. way. Wow. He said... And my homeboy is your husband. My classmate is your husband on the show. That's crazy. This is six degrees of separation. Isn't that crazy? I know. And he was like, because he, after he saw me, he said, hold on. What's the daddy? What's the daddy name? He said, is that Jay? He said, is that Jeffrey? I said, who the fuck is Jeffrey? And he said, that's Jay Bernard Calloway? I said, yeah. He said, me and this nigga went to school together. His brother was my college roommate. That's so funny. Yeah, the same dude who sold. He was in Atlanta over at the Morrow store. I bought my bedroom suit. I've had it for about 20 years. Now he's in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where they from. That's him. That's where Jay Bernard is from. And they went to high school. They went to school together. Hmm. That's crazy. Ain't that crazy? I love it. Yeah, just came all the way back around. And I called, I I hit up Jay Bernard. I said, your fucking classmate, um, your fucking classmate uh, sold me my bedroom suit 20 years ago. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. What did he say? So I tell the guy, I say, hey, what's your discount? <laughs> <laughs> he still works there? <laughs> oh. he, I said, what's your discount? You got them right. I asked for a discount. You know what that got them front chairs? <laughs> Can I use your discount, nigga? Don't, don't leave till I, I order some shit. <laughs> so, yeah. So, J.B. Nug Calloway, a friend. He played a saxophone, too. He's a, he one of those trap violinist dudes. Oh, yeah? Oh, really? Sax. Yes. Another connection. Another could I, I can use him too. Right. He's a horn player. Nice. Yeah. So it was it was, it was nice kind of get all those emails once the show dropped and people like, is this who I think it is? Has anybody contacted you that you didn't want to hear from? Nah, my family blocked. <laughs> didn't mean to laugh that hard, but <laughs> I think you meant it to be fun. Mm-mm, nobody. I mean, I, 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 the response on Twitter is, is shocking to see the different comedians and stuff that's watching the show. It's like, damn, that person, damn, that person, damn, that person. Ralph Harris hit me up. He said, this shit is funny. Hey, you know, that was warming to the heart. Dominique, um, so many people hit me up. Yeah. You know, because you don't know how, it's, you know, you didn't know what the response was going to be. So to, for other comedians to watch it. Yeah. Because we're very judgmental motherfuckers. Because everybody think they deserve that shot. Some people are really happy for you and some people are really not. Yeah. So And they've seen most of the jokes. They've seen every joke. So it's like they're really hard to please. 
Well, you know, they've seen a lot of times where comedians get shows and it, it can either go it, they either make you what you make it what you wanted to be or they or you become what they want you to be. Right. So usually you become what they want you to be. And since it's so out of the box for me on this one, uh, therefore, you know, they're like, God damn, this is a real fucking sitcom. It's a real black sitcom. She, she was on Bob and Tom this morning. And they go, so uh, what's the show about? What's the, what's the first episode about? School shootings. <laughs> like, like, oh, it sounds hilarious. But like it just, and I started thinking about the, like the titles, like the stuff you talk about in the show, racism, school shootings, and it doesn't feel that way at all. Like it, no. that, like, that moment today kind of hit me like, yeah. The other thing that hit me is I was trying to find a promo to post to the Bob and Tom Twitter that didn't contain cursing. And of the 20 that Kate had, none of them, <laughs> none of them worked. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I thought what you talked about with Whitney Cummings was really interesting. Like, you know, how Hollywood will like try to take over a project and turn it into whatever they want. Well, it's, it's, you know, you have executives. And yeah. I think that's like the, what you hear from Rogan and Whitney in those podcast interviews. That's what they're most impressed by. I is think that's what turned with. I think that's what turned Joe Rogan off to TV. Really? He would not do TV. He said, I would do it my way. And you really can't blame him. I yeah. mean, look at him, $100 million. Because you, 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 go to, you go to these people with your idea, and then they put these execs in there who, who think they know what you should be doing, but they really don't know. Yeah. Hold on, let's take a break. What were you saying? I was just, I was th- I was saying that it seemed like they were mostly impressed that she didn't get fucked with and got to do what she wanted, and like the other creative types who have been through this process were yeah. like, it's a miracle. I think it helped that you were on BET Plus. To be honest with you, yeah. you know, I, sometimes I think God put you where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, they understood it. They got it. I mean, and I mean, it was it was a new idea with a new network, and I think we went in together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't y'all cancel your fucking subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't seem like, like just from being here and listening to you talk on the phone and stuff, it sounded like there were notes, but there weren't. There wasn't like crazy notes. I mean, yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like you're gonna do what we say. It wasn't like oppressive. It was like here's what we like, and you guys could take it or leave it. It seemed really easy, actually. It wasn't it ain't shit easy, but you know, it was work, but it was it was, you know, I give you some, you give me something. You know, it's a team, you know, and that's how shit worked with a team. I feel like they believed in what you were trying to sell them. Yeah. Yeah. You have a way of, you know, even if you don't say it correctly, you you're able to get across what you're trying to like the vision of what your goal is. You do a great job of painting that picture. You know, you don't always use the right words, but... Fuck you. Yes, I do. I use the <laughs> words that I can use that's in my motherfucking head, and you know how to translate. You've been around me long enough. I ain't never not used the right word. Have a Chris. I mean, I thought you said Quisha was selling ass on Craigslist, so... <laughs> <laughs> that because you want to eat Quisha ass. Now, you know you heard yeah. ad. I, you, I, I normally wouldn't eat ass, but Quisha... <laughs> I, I'd go MCL, full buffet. That's a white people buffet. <laughs> he did pick a whack ass buffet. The first, no one knows what you Gray's could, cafeteria you is. You could at least say smoker bugs. So what? Smoker bugs. I thought you said you 
or understandable? <laughs> <laughs> smug-a-bug. What is a smug-a-bug? I don't, it ain't even open. Black people used to love that shit at the church on Sunday alone. Well, how the oh. fuck would I know smug-a-bugs? <laughs> Why'd you say MCL not smug-a-bugs? <laughs> Hold on. One more break. This this lady, I, I, she got to be the hardest working PR person in the world. She's literally wore my throat, my neck, my ass and back and neck out. I'm like, I'm. I mean, today it was. It, you literally got off one line and jumped on. The, I'm tired. You know, you don't be thinking you tired. Like last night, I gave up playing. I was, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and play with my husband, nigga. I, I don't even remember seeing my husband. Really? Because <laughs> you were that tired? Yeah, I was that fucking tired. I all I remember washing my ass and laying down. I don't remember nothing else. <laughs> the house could have been on fire. Once the adrenaline wears off, you just, you just, yeah. You straight zone out? Yeah, you know, I don't feel like, I don't feel 49. I don't know what the fuck 49 feel like. But when I'm tired, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. And like I stay at my girlfriend's house sometime, and she loves to talk. And some days she be talking about, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes closed. Leaning back. You like my mom at church. <laughs> Just resting my eyes. You asleep. Mm. You fucking sleep. Hey man. I mean <laughs> it's been a long it's been a it's been Are you gonna have any time off like in the next couple weeks or I think I'm gonna start pulling some stuff. I'm gonna have to because um if if the show get picked up, I'm at the right and right now I'm just going full throttle. Yeah. And so I'm gonna have to pull some stuff. Like, are we allowed to talk about your special? Or the recording of in Atlanta? We got a live TV taping, yeah. Let's say that. We have a live TV taping in Atlanta on September 25th. So if you want those tickets to one in Atlanta, we changed it. Just hit Queeship. You still got those tickets. So once I get that off the, um, once, you know, once I get this off the plate, and I got a few other things and, you know, just trying to keep going. Now, when you tell them to hit up Quisha, do they need to call her a black bitch again with big areolas? Or you they just let me eat it like a buffet. <laughs> uh, let, let me let me eat it smugabugs. <laughs> no, just call her maggot pussy. <laughs> maggot puss. Maggot pussy. Mega pussy. Like maga pussy. Thank you. God damn, she even understands. Make, make a pussy is way nicer to, for your best friend than maggot pussy. <laughs> what has she been dead for five years and has a trash can for a vagina? <laughs> the fuck? What kind of friend are you? <laughs> Apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry, maggot pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if you don't call her maggot pussy, you don't get the tickets. We need the content. <laughs> maggot pussy. <laughs> I can't wait to see who she yeah, Of course she's not going to tell Quisha I can't wait to see who she shoots <laughs> <laughs> She be ready to shoot Tell her, bitch you don't put that motherfucking gun down I'm going to kill you <laughs> just, just crazy I love sitting at her beauty, beauty salon Because it is so fucking crazy It is the things that you see in that the, Between the bald head bitches And the fake booties And the broken hearted hoes You get a really good laugh out of that motherfucker <laughs> When their hair come out, the sad humanity I could laugh just at. The misery you get. Right, what a shotting for it. Like, Nobody what? have hair in that motherfucker. <laughs> Especially Such the new sad bald <laughs> that I can laugh at. Yeah, whole bunch of they, and you know black women go bald around the edges because of the wigs and stuff we wear and we pull out our edges and you like oh my god then they, they, they come in that motherfucker they don't wash their hair and. And they, they, like she had one friend that went up, went overseas and got her body done, and them near died. 
But what? Listen to this. This is some nigga shit. <laughs> it's the most niggerish shit at Quisha Shop. So this bitch go to fucking Mexico or where the fuck they go and get anybody done. Dominican, Republican. Get her by her stomach done, her titties lifted, and her arms cut off for $55,000 or $6,000. Damn near died. But while she over there doing that, she forgot to pay her rent. They evicted her here in the United States of America. No moratorium for her. <laughs> She come back. She got to go straight to the hospital because they done fucked up her blood line. Her blood infected, her ass infected, her stomach upside down. She done fucked her up. They done fucked. She in and out the hospital. They done put all this bitch shit on the street. Now, I'm like, bitch, you had your rent money, but you chose to put it in your fucking neck, ass, and back. This is the most niggerish shit. The house is not a home. (laughs) (laughs) Then she wants to start a GoFundMe. Well, bitch, you had the money. You built you a body. Right. (laughs) I got to live in the skin. (laughs) (laughs) GoFundMe. It was the dumbest shit ever. Oh, that's too funny. Niggerish shit. That that's fucking funny to me. <laughs> I need to go fund me. I got evicted. Why'd you get evicted? Well, I needed my ass, my titties, but my... <laughs> I had to cut off these water wings. Oh, I got water wings too, nigga. But I'm gonna pay my motherfucking rent first. <laughs> I mean, she literally had to go in the hospital so she have a place to now stay. She's up Shit's Creek without a paddle. <laughs> I was like, Quiz, you have the most wretchedest bitches I ever seen in my all of these bitches are built like motherfucking squirrel pussies over here. Do you think that's because it's Atlanta? You know, I think it's because it's, I think it's everywhere. That shit is everywhere. I think it's because women are fucking insecure with who they are, and they all want to look like people that they see on TV, but they don't have the money that look like that. And no, somebody, a man told me this, a rich man I was with this week. He said, yeah, we like to fuck them when they look like that, but that ain't what we want to marry. Mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels. No, somebody <laughs> else told me this shit. So I'm like, what, whatever happened to the loving the bitch with the scratch mark? You know, it's nothing wrong with like me. Like I got stomped. So if if I chose to cut it off, I think that would be okay. But when I go up here and start motherfucking putting my eyeballs upside down and you know cut my chin bone and shaving my neck to look like a motherfucking barber dog, that ain't, those dogs come off a of factory line in Indonesia's. So what the fuck are you talking about? Indonesials. <laughs> we're, all, we're all unique individuals. <laughs> Indonesials. What is it called? Indonesia. What that there? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, and like I have friends who like messed their lips up. They were really pretty, but then they got the lip injections. Yeah, and never looked lips. right. Them nigga lips. White women, I tell you, I leave them nigga lips alone. I try and to... they don't go down. Yeah. Never. They don't go down. It doesn't look right. I tell people all the time, it doesn't doesn't fucking matter what you look like. It right. matters what you say. Yes. And you can't say hardly nothing when you got nigga lips. <laughs> <laughs> it matters what you say. <laughs> you can't say shit when you got nigga lips on top of thin mint. <laughs> Bitch, you just made an upside down cake. Stop that shit, white women. <laughs> that shit, it's offensive to us because that's not what my lip look like. <laughs> It is. When they have the really long nose with the big fake lips, like, oh. you like, bitch. Somebody you know what lied you, to you. you. you look, you know what back. she look like? It don't go together. Don't, it don't I, go together. Yeah, I'm going to mark that. Kate, let's take that out of the video. We're not Cut that. Why? Because you don't you just listen. You, can, you are on a different, you are on a different Jewish? level now. I don't you care if you're friends with you. You can't say that. Okay. You can't say 
It just whoop. <laughs> we just keep we avoid. Well, you we can't avoid have that. a. There you go. It don't, you look like a witch and a nigga. Which nigga? <laughs> that nigga. Which nigga? This nigga. That nigga. Make a wish. All nigga. y'all niggas. <laughs> don't look right. Stop it, man. Almighty. Sometimes I wish I could say things, but I don't want to get canceled. We probably get beat up down here first, but anyway, go for it. Raymond! <laughs> I can't take Raymond. So I can outrun Miss Pat. <laughs> Miss Pat would have Raymond chase me and hold me down so she could beat me. <laughs> she said, nigga, witch. Witch, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I'm just stop it. I just, it's not beautiful. You know, God made your lips like that. So y'all. Cause I don't know why he made your lips like that, but evidently he didn't want you to have thick lips. Mm-mm. No, it's because of climate. So in Europe, thinner lips were to help. Uh, if you have the bigger lips, you lose heat faster. Oh, and since it was colder in Europe, their lips thinned out to conserve heat because you would lose heat through your lips. So that's why nigga lips in Africa be. Mm-hmm. Cause we we kept heat over there. Mm-hmm. And God gave white people thin lips to stay warm. That's what I read. Now, if it's true, I don't fucking know. I'm not guessing. But who thinned the lips out? Was it the good Lord? Just just time, evolution. Evolution? Mm Mm-hmm. So is a nigga, is a man came through there and just carved their lips back? (laughs) No, it was was a witch bitch. (laughs) (laughs) She said, let me get them lips. I'm going to the Dominican so, Republic. I ain't paying my rent. Martin, Mar- so Mar- was there Martin Luther stretching lips. Was there a time that white people had lips, but they went over there in the cold and somebody said, let me call your lip back so we can stay warm? No. No, it wasn't well, like a conscious decision. Back? It just happened over time. Like, there's, I just watched this show about footprints in sand in Britain from a million years ago of, of a family in Britain. Like, that's how long human beings have been around. So it's like over that long stretch of time, things change. Yeah, it's just like... When like, you- my family's all Scandinavian, so that's why I'm like a ginger, because we just didn't have as much exposure to the sun, vitamin D, and all that kind of stuff, so... In Scandinavia. Hey, vitamin D will fuck you up on Chris. Mm-hmm. Well, we gotta start wrapping up, because I know you got an interview in a couple minutes, so... We do. I do have an interview. It was so great to see you guys again. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It's just so fun to be in person. Like Zoom is Zoom is fine, but it's nice to be here. Yeah, Chris, because I get tired of looking at your titty in that cat booty hole. So (laughs) I I get tired of looking up at your old wigs and your nose. (laughs) Fuck you, Chris. Upside down. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com. For all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review. Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat.